0: bong bong this episode of welcome to the potty is brought to you by bet with joel the best in sports tipping advice he uh sends you the bets um so what to bet on how much to bet on it per uh in units not in cash so he's not telling you how much to spend he's telling you how many units of your bankroll to spend so you know if you've nominated one unit as ten dollars and he says ten uh 2.5 2.5 units. That's $25, dude. That's quick math. Um, so he'll give you the bet. How many units? Uh, at what? Uh, at what price the bet is? If it's like a dollar eighty, or if it's two dollars seventy, or whatever it is. And um, and uh, the best bookmaker bet three six five sports bet or whatever. Whoever's got the best odds on it. And uh, finally, he'll give a a reason why he's chosen the bet. Why he thinks that we've got an advantage taking the bet. Um, let me tell you this next week, the NBA starts and that is going to be, you know, we got games every day and that is going to be money in the pocket, dude. Uh, my, my pockets are out here looking like little Terrio, bro. Fat as fuck. Thank you to bet with Joel. So if you want to sign up to bet with Joel and have pockets fat as mine, go to www.betwithjoel.com slash ref. That's R E F slash. Welcome to the potty. Uh, that's P O D Y, and you should know that if you're listening to the show, you should know how that's, how the name of the show is spelled. Um, and then enter promo code Potty Exclusive Five Zero. That's Potty Exclusive Fifty for fifty percent off your first week subscription. And uh, the subscription uh, is you know you you can unsubscribe at any time. There's no lock-ins. All right. So that's uh, slash ref. Slash welcome to the potty enter promo code potty exclusive fifty for fifty percent off your first week. If you want to support the welcome to the potty podcast, um, go to uh, welcome to the and check out uh, our new t-shirts are now uh, up for sale. Forty dollars uh, for uh, your welcome to the potty unsourced t-shirt. It's uh, it's it's pretty dope. Uh it looks nice, it's as soft as baby thighs, the quality is long lasting, bruh. And um you 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 just automatically turn up your swag about um you know 10% at, at minimum depending on how swagged out you already are. If you got if you lack swag, it probably hits you with like at least 50% swag points. So um go to welcome to the potty.com and go to the store and uh buy yourself a welcome to the potty unsourced t-shirt and five percent. Of every sale actually goes straight uh, to a charity uh, at the end of the month because we'll just see how many sales we can get and how much money we can get to the nominated charity. Um, this month uh, we're going to nominate Challenge, uh, which is a, uh, a charity that actually helps out families with uh, you know children with cancer, whether that's um, you know transport costs or any, just anything. They just help out with anything. So Challenge, um, so go buy your t-shirts and uh help help the party and help the kids um let's start the show welcome to the party welcome baby, welcome away. welcome welcome to the party welcome 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 to the party welcome baby welcome, oh, no, no, no. welcome, baby, welcome to the party bang bang It's your man Claytron, aka the big boss man, aka the clumsy jeweler, cause I'm always dropping gems, aka the milkman, because I always deliver. AKA the PhD of podcasting, the Magnum PR podcasting, the captain. Dude, I am probably the Tim the Toolman Taylor of podcasting this week. Why? Because um, you know, as I've said a thousand times in the last four episodes. Uh, we've moved house. We've got a huge yard and a huge garden. We we're doing up the studio. You might notice that the sound quality is slightly better. We've got the microphone hooked up now, so I'm not on the uh the Apple he- headphones. The microphone set up, we still haven't got the sa- the room soundproofed yet, but it's all you know it's all coming um I think this weekend. So I think probably one more episode after this episode without soundproofing and then we're gonna be back with that high crisp quality in your ear in your eardrums, you know. Um, now what else, what else was I saying? Oh yeah. Uh, you know, I made a, 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 gar- a, veggie patch, like a little garden bed this weekend. Um, and that, you know, that cost a little bit of bread and it also, uh, was probably the most exercise that I've done in a couple months. Um, but you know, you get this, you get this, uh, I don't know, like a successful feeling or something when you do it. I felt so good, bruh. really good having that having that done um so yeah that's that's cool what else bro i'm just trying to think of um what else has been going on oh i did a uh set at the open mic last night and um i gotta tell you this dudes i actually i actually i felt like i bombed pretty hard and um i struggled to sleep i got like mad anxiety after it because Um, I cared obviously more than everybody else, but I thought that everybody was like talking about me like, oh shit, Clay had a fucking shocker tonight, but everybody probably didn't even care to be honest. But, um, that's just how I felt. Um, but, uh, I don't know, a couple hours before recording this, I, I actually kind of was just like, dude, nobody actually gives a fuck about you, dude. Like, like they do, but like not in a sense where they're, they're going to be talking shit about you. you're set like that's what the open mic is for and first off I've done probably I've probably been on stage 10 times or something and it's I wish that I like kept a tally because now I've kind of forgotten how many times I've been on stage but it's not many it's not many um so I'm still like beginning like you got to expect to have these things I don't know if I'm making excuses or just trying to make myself feel better or whatever but um yeah I've barely been on stage really um, I've been doing really well. So I, you know, it had to happen sometime and I just, I rushed it, man, because I've got a gig next week. I don't want to do the same set that I did last time there. Cause this is my second gig at this place, which is, I'm super fucking thankful for. This is at the Cranker, uh, Crown and Anchor Hotel, uh, in Adelaide, uh, uh, 730 on the 22nd of October. If anyone can make it, that'd be great. Um, but yeah, so I was like, fuck, let's, let's do some new material and trying to get trying to get another five minutes together before then. And I rushed it, man, cause I've been busy, you know, being Tim, the tool man, Taylor and shit. So, um, basically this is what happened. I worked nine to five, came home, wrote five minutes of comedy, practiced it, and then went to the fucking, um, comedy club, runner room and just did this five minutes that I wrote in, in one afternoon. And it just, I think that's called rushing it, bro. And that's not how, that's not really how you're supposed to do it. Like with my other five minutes that I've been doing really well with, I was inspired and I sat down and I spent like probably a week to get five minutes and that's a, probably a long time. But, um, and, and, and that was just the first time and I've, I've refined it since then. I've cut jokes out, I've put jokes in, I've got my laps per minute up and it's a good, it's a, it's a good five minutes. But then, um, then, yeah, then I just rushed this shit because I was just so desperate to get a new five and, um, you know, told uh, my friend Chris Caldicott, friend of the show, who's also been doing a bit of comedy um, and he was like, dude, like, you got up on stage, which is tough. Uh, and that's what Rachel said as well, but like, to me, it's like, yeah, but I've been getting up, getting up on stage. So it's not about getting on stage anymore. Like that's, the hard part's over. The hard part's over after you do your first couple, you know, your first couple sets. Once you've been on stage, you've been on stage. Um, and yeah, my heart was still beating out of my chest. That's going to probably happen for a long time. But um, yeah, I wasn't proud of myself just for being on the stage. Like I want to make cats laugh. And then the more I thought about it, there was a couple things in there that I did get laughs from and I and I can keep. I was about to throw out the whole five minutes, but there's a, there's a couple of things in there that I can keep, Um and I will, and hopefully I'll probably go, I'll probably go back tomorrow night, um, to Giggles and see if I can get on and do five minutes and see if I can just, um, tweak that a little bit and make it better and, and see, see how I can do. But, um, you know, it is what it is, man. Like I'm not a professional. Uh, I'm still just starting out. So it's going to happen sometimes. And I've seen those do that. And I don't mean to be, be disrespectful. And, uh, some of these cats, if they are listening to the Welcome to the Potty podcast, maybe they know who I'm talking about, but there's a cat out there. Has been doing this shit for five years, bro. I heard him say on stage one time. And, um, not that, not that, not that great, bro. You know, and I don't mean to, you know, sometimes you gotta be blunt. Sometimes you gotta be blunt. And that was blunt. Not that great. So, um, you know, uh, you know, I don't want to sound like I'm, you know, you know, slurping my own syrup, but, um, yeah, dude, I'm doing pretty well. And yeah, sometimes you're going to bomb. Sometimes professionals bomb. So fuck it. Just suck it up, you know? Don't be a pussy about it. And I was being a pussy about it last night, losing sleep and shit. And then today, even at work, I was at my desk. And you know how sometimes, this always happens to me in the shower, is like I'll catch a, uh, I'll catch a awkward memory and I'll fucking be like, ah like that in the shower. Um, but I did that at my desk at work today because I was thinking about um, my stupid ass set last night. Um, shit. Anything else? I thought, oh shit. Yeah, I've been doing a lot of shopping at Bunnings, dude. Um, that, that, yeah. I've already talked about that, but that's like, yeah, that's the old man's fucking Toys R Us, bruh. And, um, I'm loving it. I'm going back there this weekend, dude. I've already got my Saturday planned out. Um, Shit. That was weird how long I talked about comedy just then and not one thing about it that I said was funny. So that's, I don't know, unfortunate or something. Um, Moneymaker Mitch, how about um, you You take us to sports? <laughs> So AFL news. Um, I'm only going to go into the Adelaide Crows because that's my uh, favourite team, my hometown team. Tried out for them at one stage. Went and had a little kick and a run around with those boys. Yes, boo Um, Math- uh, No. Uh, uh, Don Pike is no longer the uh, head coach, uh, and they have they have uh, signed bloody uh, Matthew Nix, who who knows footy. Um, and I just, I just said that because someone, one of my friends, said that in the group chat the other day. I don't actually know how much he knows about footy. I think he played for St Kilda um, in the nineties, I would say. I'm not sure. I don't really know heaps about footy and ex footballers and stuff, but I think I like him. I think I like him. Uh, and you know, I'm hoping that the Crows can fucking turn a corner. I'm not expecting them to win the grand final or anything next year, but um. Yeah, let's have a look and see what they can do, um, dude. NBA is about a week away, right? We've got preseason games happening at the moment. There's a lot of blowouts and shit, but preseason, to preseason, no one gives a fuck. We're trying shit out. We're, you know, testing rotations. We're testing different strategies. Um, you know, it's preseason. No one gives a fuck. But the real shit starts next week. Um, and something happened with the LA Lakers in China, but I just don't. I don't really know. Um, what it was. So maybe, maybe should I Google this while we're on the potty here? Uh, LA Lakers, um, China. Should I just Google that? What's the, uh, what is it? What? What is the NBA China dispute? Um, okay. Let me Google NBA China dispute. NBA China dispute it came up um okay let's just have a quick fuck dude i hate like on websites now when it always comes up at the bottom with the thing like we use cookies Nigga, it's been cookies since i found out about the internet you know it's always been cookies um. Okay. What have we got there? NBA. Da, 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 da. The lucrative relationship between the league and China has been damaged since the Houston Rockets' general manager Daryl Morey tweeted in support of anti-government protesters in Hong Kong earlier this month. Morey, um, and that's not Morey Povich, Uh, subsequently deleted the tweet, but China has threatened to cut ties with the NBA, and some Chinese companies have backed out of broadcast and sponsorship deals. James was asked about the situation before his team, the Los Angeles Lakers, played the Golden State Warriors in a preseason game on Monday. I don't want to get into a feud with Daryl, but I believe he wasn't educated about the situation at hand and he spoke, James said. Just be careful what we tweet. Even though, yes, we do have freedom of speech, but there can be a lot of negative that comes with that too. James later said that he meant Maury wasn't educated on the repercussions of the tweet rather than the situation in Hong Kong. Law enforcement have used live ammunition on civilians after months of demonstrations in Hong Kong. Right. Okay, so I why so what's that <laughs> what's that got to do with LeBron James? And that this yeah, I guess he's a fucking face at NBA. I just you know I just have a problem with him, you know? And you all, you all know that. You all know that. I just don't fucking he just thinks he's so fucking important, bro, and I'm just over it. And yeah, he's doing a lot of things. Yes, yes, he's doing a lot of things. But fucking shut up! Hold on, let's see if this video plays. This is LeBron James. If it if it plays through the speech, if it plays through the um. Whatever this setup money maker Mitch has going on, let's see. We we all talk about this freedom of speech. Yes, we all do have freedom of speech, but at times there are ramifications for the negative that can happen um, when you're not thinking about others and only are you only thinking about yourself. So. Um, I don't believe, uh, I don't want to get into a, a, word, uh, a word or sentence, uh, feud with Darryl, um, with Daryl uh, Morey, but I believe he wasn't educated on, on, on the situation at hand, and, um, and he spoke, and, and uh, so many people uh, could have been harmed, uh, not only financially, but physically, emotionally, spiritually, uh, so just be careful what we, what we tweet and we say and what we do, even though, yes, we do have freedom of speech, but there can be... Um, a lot of negative that comes with that too. last question please yeah I don't know I just don't know if I care what LeBron James has to say about it I think it's because he was in China or whatever um I don't know he's like he's like a so, he's like a social justice warrior or some shit I don't fucking know I don't fucking know bro. I was hoping to get a um Major League Baseball update from Elliot because I saw him last week and Elliot's Elliot Ross, he's the um, official, unofficial uh, MLB correspondent of the Welcome to the Potty podcast. And I saw him last Friday night <clears throat> and it was a little bit cranky with the boss man because um, he sent me his pre- his predictions pre-season of the MLB and I didn't read them out on the potty. And um, now it's now it's post-season and now if I read them out, I guess it will seem like um, a bit too late. A bit too late. So he was a little bit grumpy, but I still kind of was hoping to get a little bit of an MLB um postseason update to see, you know, what we're doing here. But also, um I didn't know that Moneymaker Mitch was gonna get the mic set up tonight. Um, so that was good of him. So um he still got a job. Um although sadly guys, me and Moneymaker Mitch had, had a little discussion and this kind thinks that it's okay to be looking for other jobs while he's working at the Welcome to Play podcast. So I don't know what's going to happen. Um, I'm happy to keep him, but if he's going to leave me, um, you know, I don't deal well with breakups. So I don't think we're going to be, you know, really talking that much anymore. So, um, uh, watch this space as they say, and that's what fucking, you know, boring people say, watch this space. Cause really don't just... Don't just fucking say shit that, um, other people say, you know, watch this space. That's really, I fucking hate that. I hate watch this space. Um, wow, Clay. Fucking, sometimes I'm a bit of a fucking idiot. Um, now, uh, what else do we usually do? News, and I haven't read the news in quite some time, so, uh, maybe we'll, maybe we'll go into, uh, oh. Oh mileage said that he misses the advice um we haven't had internet but i'm actually tethering my phone at the moment so let's see if we can let's see if we can get into the friggin emails here so um advice um yeah and when i'm tethering my phone it's a little bit slower than the real internet but the real internet man's coming to the house tomorrow. Well today for you guys. The day that you guys listen to this, that's the day that um uh, the internet man's coming. So we may have internet. Um what have we got here in the emails? Um <laughs> this is funny, kind of. Uh, maybe not, but maybe I'm dark. My wife has had a sexual fetish around rape and the whole neighborhood knows now. (laughs) What? Let me see this. We've planned this out for a while. I just got a call from my neighbor that she's gone door to door to inform them there will be screaming and noise coming from the home for the whole evening and they should call our landline before the police. I'm mortified. Every single house... I live in like a development, not some condo complex. Let me know how you think I need to approach this. She's expecting her rape date tomorrow night. One of my kids is staying with one of the neighbors, she told. Um, well, your wife's a sexual deviant, bruh, And, um, I guess, I guess this would be called like consensual non-consent. Or something like that and that sounds kinky and it's not something that i would ever ever be interested in um if rachel walked in here right now and said clay this is what i want to do i'd say uh veto you know try again um i guess i guess it's kind of smart that you're not gonna have the cops come to your door uh it's probably pretty i don't know maybe soundproof your house or something instead of You know, you gotta get like some security blinds, you gotta uh yeah, soundproof like I've gotta soundproof the studio, you gotta soundproof your house so you can do rape and um but then it's dangerous because if someone does come and rape there's no no one's gonna hear it. It's like if you or maybe you do something like you gag her, you put a ball gag in her mouth and she can't scream and if she still gets raped and you can you are happy, she's happy and the whole neighborhood doesn't have to fucking hear you guys do your, your role play. Um, that's really the best advice I can give you. I don't, I don't think now that everybody knows there's no, there's not like, it's not April. So you can't even say April Fools, guys. It's just that now they know that your, your wife's into, um, being a wildcat. So, um, she sounds, uh, yeah, she sounds interesting. I hope, uh, <laughs> yeah, I hope it works out for you, dude um, let's see what we got here. Too long. We've talked about this guys. I know it's been a long time since I've done advice, but you send these big, these big long boys. I'm not going to read them. Um, okay. Now this is a weird heading cause it makes me almost not want to read the email, but let's see. My ex-boyfriend didn't cheat. Okay. So that sounds like a a relationship, but, um, let's keep going. Uh, and this is from, Oh, this is from a lady called Rachel, but she is 27 and Rachel is 31. She's getting on. Um, (laughs) this is going to be really weird, but hear me out. About six months ago, I walked in on my ex boyfriend who I'd been with for over three years under the covers with someone who was clearly a woman. Um, I never actually saw her face, but I remember despairing upon finding out and he ended up breaking it off with me because I begged him to try and make it work despite cheating. I loved him. Two days ago, I found out from his twin sister, who I'd been close with since early on in our relationship, that the woman under under the bed was her. She showed me pictures of her under the covers, clothed, mind you, thank Christ, uh, of that day and the conversations that they had where he confessed to her that he... Had to break up with me and I wouldn't let him. That he loved me but he couldn't take my constant negativity and jealousy and insecurity. <laughs> <laughs> and then you <laughs> and then you accused him of cheating. Uh, I'm sorry but that is hilarious. Um, uh, that it was driving him insane and keeping him up hours every night and basically ruining his life. She suggested this plan and colluded with him to dupe me into thinking he'd been unfaithful oh that's really immature anyway let's keep going apparently he thought that once i was in a better place i deserved to know the truth and his sister had decided to spill the beans i'm doing better now saw a therapist uh and that's fair because i actually saw, saw a therapist um when me and my ex broke up and it wasn't because of cheating um i had an ex before that that cheated on me but I knew she was cheating, but I never found out. And then she ended up being with the guy that I had my suspicions about, you know? So, uh, and you know, I got called crazy. I got called crazy, but yeah, yeah, I'm not, you know, uh, we'd been no contact since the day we broke up. Well, he's been no contact. I messaged him for months after the fact. Yeah. You, I mean, you got to chill though. Cause usually like you need to understand, I think I said this on the last podcast, when you have a breakup with somebody, usually, yeah, you like the, the, the terms and conditions imply that, um, yeah, you're probably going to see each other and talk to each other less. Um, but honestly, this revelation has crushed me. The fact that he thought he needed to tell me he cheated to get rid of me and, and I still didn't accept it. I don't know what to say. I'm just crying now and some advice would be helpful. Uh, maybe you need to continue seeing a therapist. Maybe one time wasn't enough. Cause uh, yeah, that's wild that he that's he wanted to break up with you. You wouldn't let him. I've been in that situation. I was in a long distance relationship when I was nineteen, I think. Um, and I was in America and she was in Australia, and I broke up with her and she said no, we can work this out. And then she planned a holiday to America and I had to be like, hey don't fucking go on that holiday or if you do, don't come here because i I'm not. I, you don't have a place to stay. I'm not your boyfriend anymore. So yeah, I don't know. You can maybe say that I was cheating on her for a long time, but I had told her I didn't want to be with her, but um, she she decided that we were. So I, I just was sleeping with other people and shit. So I don't know. Um, but I'm just trying to say that when someone wants to break up, it's not just your decision to be like, ah, no, thank you. Cause that's not how it fucking works. So you need to, I think you need to sort that shit out and your ex probably could have been more mature about it and been like, Hey, listen, I know you want to be with me. I don't want to be with you. And, uh, that's not fair on either of us. I'm not going to be happy and I'm not going to be able to treat you the way you deserve to be treated in a relationship. Um, and I've done that before when I was a bit older, I was a better communicator. And so I've had this exact conversation. I am not able to treat you the way you deserve to be treated, so we cannot be together. Big bang boom, you know? Uh, or as we like to say here at the Welcome to the Potty Podcast, bung bung. But for you, uh, I, would, I would stop dwelling on it. You said it's been a couple years or whatever. Um, you need to move on, and you probably, yeah, I'd, I'd go uh, seek professional help once again. That ain't no problem. That ain't no problem. Huh? That ain't no problem. What else we got here? Oh, by the way, I'm not, um, filming again today because we haven't got the welcome to the potty sign up and it's, you don't want to put like shitty looking videos on YouTube really. So, um, yeah, so I'm, I'm not filming until it's all set up. Uh, this is the last advice I'll give tonight. Um, my dad invited all but one of his kids to his wedding and that sounds like there's a kid that he doesn't like. So let's check this out. My dad is a rich, stubborn, but lovable (laughs) douchebag. Yeah, he sounds dope. Um, Over the last 10 years, me and my three siblings have had to go to five of his weddings. Give up, dude. (laughs) He also eloped one time, and then we only went to an uh, an after-the-fact party. My brothers, let's call them Adam, Joe, and Dan, and me, try and think of it as an opportunity to drink free booze, eat well, and have a good time. And this is old boys, and your name's... Your name is Paul. <clears throat> well, dad's last divorce went through about six months ago, so we've all been gearing up for the next wedding. <laughs> I love that. Sure enough, it's going to be a New Year's Eve wedding. I'll get off it. And all of us but Dan are invited. We had a good laugh about it and then talked to dad thinking it was a misunderstanding, but no, he doesn't want Dan to be there because last time he got drunk and called dad's wife by his previous wife's name. Yeah, we don't have six wives, bro. That's not Dan's fault. How would you all handle this? Would you go or just, or would you say, no, he didn't invite all of us kids. All of our siblings are gathered and we'll read what you say. Well, I'm, let me be honest, bro. I'm not going to be responding to this through email. So you better be listening to the episode. Um, and if you're gathered now while, while you wrote this, um, which was approximately 15 hours ago. Um, you're gonna be waiting another probably three and a half hours before this episode uh, actually is released. So, um, yeah, that's wild. But just I don't know. I'd probably ask your dad if Dan can go to his next wedding. <laughs> Yeah, bro. That's what you should say. You should say, "Can Dan go to the to the next wedding?" That's wild. and that was probably that was probably underrated. And I hope you guys are laughing at that because if you're not, um, fuck you because that was hilarious. Um, yeah, he's just on timeout for one wedding. Um, uh yeah, I don't know. Maybe yeah, maybe maybe you all sit this one out, and then he'll be like, "Fuck!" At the next one, he'll he'll be like, "Fuck!" I got to invite all the boys. Um, or maybe, maybe go to the wedding and if any of you get to make a speech, get this shit on Facebook live and you make the speech and you call this wife by the previous wife's name. That would be so funny, bro. Okay. I'm not giving you very good advice. I'm just, well, maybe I am. Maybe I am. There is their problem. They, they fucking decided to have a wedding on New Year's Eve. What the fuck's that about? Um... Yeah, I think humiliating the new wife on her wedding day is like a, a show of maybe sibling uh, solidarity or something like that. Um, yeah, I don't think Dan should be too upset because he's he's definitely gonna get another invite uh, next time at least. Um, this dude's bro. This dude loves getting married, bro. What's the point of getting married if you are? Uh, And if he's rich, maybe he's always got prenups. I was going to say, he'd be run into the ground. Um, I wonder if you're all all real brothers or some of you are half-siblings. Like, how much alimony has he had to pay? Um, Your dad's 55. I wonder how old you guys are. Like my dad's 63 or something. So you guys could be around, like, youngest probably. No, oldest probably. 55, probably, oh, you know, 35, 35, probably oldest. Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, tell Dan not to worry about it, bro. He, he, he can go to the next one. Um, that was easy. That was fucking easy, bro. We that need to no move That ain't no problem. Huh? That ain't no problem. <laughs> um... Oh shit! I should have got easy money to play this. Let's fucking play it anyway, dude. Easy money. Yeah, bro. Let's go again. Easy money. Um, yeah, dude. I, I don't know. I don't really have poor posture. It's just so hard to be fucking around on the internet when you don't have internet. You know what I'm saying? So, um, uh, I hope the sound quality is better this uh, episode, uh, and it will be even better once MoneyMaker Mitch gets in here if he if he doesn't leave me um, and gets the, gets the, the, soundproofing all done. Um, the ceilings are very high in here. We might even have to look into soundproofing the ceilings. Um, we'll see how that goes, but, um, you know what to do, man. Please rate and review the episode. Uh, give us five stars is very, uh, very important for us. Um, if you can tell a friend to tell a friend, share, share a post, um, share an episode. It's easy. It's just a couple of clicks, dude. Um, that would be fantastic if you could do that for us. Um, what else, man? Um, if you know any single, oh yeah. Shout out to this dude. I forgot his name. He hit me up, um, on Sunday night. He's gone through a bit of a tough time, uh, and, um, he, he wanted help, but it wasn't quite, it wasn't quite really what anything that Welcome to the Potty could help with. It was a bit, um, bit of a big ask, but, uh, shout out to this dude. Let me, you know, let me find his name so I can at least be respectful to the kid. Um, shit. You know what sucks when you don't remember how to, um, use Instagram. Jimbo, his name was Jimbo, I think, uh, so yeah, I just, I I didn't really have anything for him, but some, uh, some advice or some kind words or something. So I hope, uh, maybe, I hope I was helpful, but I, we don't really have the funds to be, you know, doing, you know, heaps, you know? Um, so I just want to try and keep it at this stage to, um, something more low key, like a night out. Uh, or a weekend away, you know, I, I can't fucking buy a car for anybody, dude, <laughs> you know, I'm still, I just only, I only got a car a few months ago, dude, I'm still paying mine off, you know, so, Um, but yeah, if you could, uh, yeah, if you could nominate a single mother that deserves, um, you know, a little break, Uh, deserves a night off where she can go out for a dinner with a friend or she can even maybe have a weekend, uh, at the crown, something like that. If you know a single mother deserving of that, let me know. And, um, we will sort her out or, or a single father or a single father, single parent. Um, yeah, we'll sort them out. Please, uh, support the potty in any way that you can do. Um, whether that's telling a friend to tell a friend, um, you know, or, uh, you know, posting the the episode in your story or uh dude buy an unsourced t-shirt uh it, it'll keep us going um it keeps moneymaker mitch around and it also um you know five percent of that shit goes to charity so um yeah have a have a crack at those t-shirts they're softer than baby thighs dude so um yeah put that on your skin dude and that's uh you know that's no pedo um and that rhymes with Geppetto from uh, from Pinocchio, bro. So thank you guys for uh, listening. I love you guys. So happy to uh, do this with you guys twice a week and um, uh, I've got a show at the Cranker um eight pm seven thirty pm seven thirty pm I think um seven thirty pm uh Tuesday the twenty second of October uh come along uh donation for entry so you can donate zero dollars you can donate a hundred dollars whatever you donate you get in you get a seat um there's drink specials happy hour uh and you get to basically have a good time with me hear my jokes hopefully they're better than my jokes last night and um yeah i love you guys um so make sure you love yourselves uh this has been welcome to the party and as always Thank mm-hmm.